to some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters. I'm Shah. I'm Ollie. And we are creeping it in the family. Episode six. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Can't well say it. I know, we didn't it's, even do that on I purpose. Know, no, we can't say it three times individually, can <laughs> we? You? We can't cringe at that either because we didn't do it intentionally. We didn't discuss that. Yeah, that's episode. fine. We didn't say, oh, we'll do it at the same time. It just, just happened. Just, <laughs> but now I've got to strive for it every episode. <laughs> so Beetlejuice, for another film that I've never watched before, and I was very apprehensive about watching this. I just don't think... From what I've heard about it, not what I've heard, but you know you see clips of stuff and I, I just thought it doesn't look scary, it doesn't look like a horror. And it, it wasn't scary and it wasn't a horror, I'd say, but it was still a, a really, really good film. It wasn't attempting to be, it wasn't like a bad horror, it was just, what genre would you put that in? I think Tim Burton just deserves his own genre, yeah. Tim Burton, because it... League of his own, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he is, he's fantastic and I really, I, I'm a really big fan of Tim Burton and so... I've seen Beetlejuice before. I've seen it a few times, actually. But I haven't seen it recently. So what really startled me was I was under the impression it was a kid's film for most of the movie. And I don't know if that's because I watched it as a kid because my mum was a sadist. Or it, it could get away with it, I suppose. And it's not a kid's film, but it's quite light-hearted. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing too sinister about it. There's no... Maybe Beetlejuice's character in itself is obviously not appropriate for kids. But I mean, in terms of there's no gore, there's no, no. like the the people that are dead. I really enjoy. Like I, I just found it was funny, like the way they're portrayed, and you can see how they died they're and stuff nice like that. They're a nice set of characters. Yeah, it was a light-hearted film. I really enjoyed it. It was light-hearted, but it was one of those films that. So Lydia, for instance, and we'll get onto it. I didn't remember she was writing a suicide note. That the yeah, that is quite dark actually. I was thinking, well, that I didn't remember that being in the movie, and that was the first instance. But maybe it's, maybe like, as a oh. kid you don't really take note of those things, like, do you? It's like, sort of like Shrek. Like, you know the subliminal messages, like Lord Farquaad is Lord Fuckwad, but you don't realise it as a kid. I didn't even know that. Oh. I'm not a fan of Shrek. I hope that's not in one of these boxes. Sorry. Uh, it's, well, it's not that I'm not a fan, it's just... It's a Shrek? Of, it's a bit of an average movie, I No, think. it's not. There's a lot of better animated movies out there other than Shrek. I mean, the first one's decent, but the rest of them... Oh, I, the think, se- I think the second one's better than the first. Not keen. I know Shah. Shah. I don't. I think Shah likes Shrek, and I'm just never been the biggest fan. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm a fan. Watch it if it was on, but I wouldn't put it on myself. I love Donkey. So you put Shrek on yourself? No. Well, there you go. You're the same as me then. No, because I really like Shrek. Yeah, I don't really like it. I just think. It's yeah, I right. really like it, and I'd watch it, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't say, "Oh, let's go watch Shrek this weekend." Can't wait. <laughs> I don't think many people say that. If it's on at cinemas. So, but we're not reviewing Shrek. We are <laughs> re- <laughs> reviewing Beetlejuice. So we, you can, you write down the notes of the the uh, events of the film, and then I'll give yeah. the input. Okay, so the film opens up with Barbara and Adam. So this married couple. I noticed it was one of Cat in a Hat. Yeah, it's Alec Baldwin. And looks was, a lot better looking in this film. I know he was a bit of a dish actually. I was sort of looking at him and I was thinking, yeah, you're all right. I wonder if there must have been like effects put on him in Cat and a Hat because he's quite fat and he in Cat and a Hat. He's quite Got he's a... quite a big man. Anyway, he? yeah, he was in. It's complicated with Meryl Streep and he played the husband. 
Have you seen about this Netflix know. original that's going to be coming out? Like Oh, Don't Look Down. Like Ariana Grande's in it, like Meryl Streep's in it. There's some right weird names in it. I don't know whether they're in it or they've got something to do with it. Yeah, I have seen But there's it. loads of big names it's in it. It's Don't Look Up or Don't Look Down. I, I, I just I heard it on the radio. It. I couldn't remember. I don't, I don't really know the ins and outs of it. But If yeah. anybody, like, everybody's wondering why we've just suddenly gone on a tangent of Meryl Streep. I love Meryl Streep. So yeah, you're a big fan. I am a big fan. Always have been. Um... We've got a thing going on. <laughs> the silence. So we <laughs> we're leaving That's that we're leaving one. we're leaving that pause in. Oh shit. We we have a th- we're going to leave this whole clip in. <laughs> so whenever me and Charlotte alternate turns to edit the podcast, and all you hear is um. I um, had to re-edit it this week because um, you did a shoddy job. Um, <laughs> because I I get I don't like listening to the sound of my own voice, so I try and I try and look like I can see when there's an um because it's a small gap. But sometimes, <laughs> but sometimes you do it really close to where the line already is, so I, d- I miss it, and you'd be like, um, "So then this happened." And then <laughs> I don't see that on the edit. I read it. I'm like, I, I did a tally in my old book. I'll look at it after the podcast. I think I took out 18, 19. I kept a tally chart. I took chart. out at least twenty more. I went to the kitchen and went like, "What past Wayne?" And Wayne was like, "What's up?" You and I was like, "Fucking um, fucking um." <laughs> I was like, "That's what's up with me." I can't Honestly, help it. I... it's because you're reading, like you're reading off a page, yeah. so like you're like, "What's the next sentence?" Um, that's my. F- it, it's my go-to. It's because I'm a teacher. But I feel okay. like now if we take them out, people are going to be disappointed. Now I'm gonna. Well, act... people, Yara's going to be disappointed. Yara's going to be disappointed. Oh. <laughs> Or that mum person. No, I'm trying very hard not to say it. So if I if I only manage to do one in the whole, I film, guarantee you do more than one. Right, what are we betting here? Um, that don't ah! count. No, that don't count. Cause I'm thinking about something. Uh, what can we bet? What What do we do? Swap bathroom duties. Oh <laughs> no, because I did that last doubles, week. Someone doubles up. Nah. <laughs> Uh, you're not that confident then no. are you <laughs> exactly you're not that fucking confident I am not confident at all so we'll just we'll just keep in mind just try your best yeah don't I'll do give, it I'll, let, I'll, I'll be self conscious if you start I'll let, telling I'll let you have a run this week where nothing bets but next week we're going to have to bet something it can't be money because I'm skin yeah me too so we'll have to make sure it's something else we'll think of something we could just do I-O-U-T or something as in like you have to make the other person too yeah that's a good one so one night you have to let them know in advance so they haven't got plans, but you can be like, right, you're making me tea tonight. Yeah. But I'll right. let you do a practice one this, this week. Okay. And then next I'm week. Gonna we'll try, I'm going to try, I'm going to actively try really hard not to. Anyway. God, and all that came from Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Cat in the hat. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so, yeah. Let's right. Go. Starts off with this couple, Barbara and Adam. They haven't been married long, you can tell, because they're happy and in love. It's quite stereotypical. Not well, like I think in those days it was all easy to be happy. Jesus. <laughs> no, gee, yeah, fucking hell, that sounds dark. I'll just hide myself I'm out the window happy. as well. No, because I mean like... Shall this one's for you. <laughs> without, without getting too deep, like, oh, there's like there's not social media and all. Yeah. Do, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, I think it would have been a lot easier to be a, a happy married pressure. couple. There's less pressure. There's less pressure. Fuck. Did you say it then? I, don't, yeah. I didn't hear you. Right, so you lasted, I think, under a minute? Yeah, or it just count over a minute? Yeah, it I didn't. Yeah, I didn't hear that. Okay, so right. I'll let you I am off gonna, that one. I'm gonna start from. Now. But the good thing is, we can leave these in because it's part of the podcast yes! now. <laughs> get them all out. We'll do it every week. So <laughs> see how long we can drag this joke out. <laughs> we might get one more viewer eager. Right. Yeah, re- so it's a really nice town where they live. It's really cute. It seems like you know the p- sort of perfect cute. I do, it's never mentioned. I don't think. What the the town? Yeah. Is it is it Colorado? 
Uh, where they are. I don't know. I don't it's, know where I got When you watch a film from. for the first time, you, you miss the minor details. You See, just want to focus on the story. I know I've watched it before, but it sort of felt like I was watching it for the first time again because it had been so long since I've seen it. But anyway, this town's really nice. It's really pretty. Everybody, It's the small place where everybody knows where everyone, and I would really like to live somewhere like that. Yeah, you don't really... Uh, oh, the the majority you see of it's about the model town, isn't it? Mm. Really, it is very Tim Burton. Like, remember the cat? In the, I know we're back to cat in the hat, but that was very. I'm getting the same vibes. If you get what I'm saying, like, I was just saying, it, Tim Burton didn't direct that in the hat. Oh, please tell me he did, because if not, that's fucking embarrassing. No, he did it. Who directed it? I don't know who it was. Are you sure? He wants Tim Burton. You're positive about that. I'm not. What? I'm barely certain. No. I just feel like it's a Tim Burton film. I'm 100% sure. I mean, I'm quite a big Tim Burton fan, so I don't Cat think it was him. film, directed by Bo Welsh. Ain't Tim Burton. Who the fuck's Bo Welsh? Guy who directed Cat in the Hat. <sighs> okay, completely relevant point then. So <laughs> Anyway, um, back from Cat in the Hat. <laughs> back from Cat in the Hat again. Back into Beetlejuice. Should we go back into Shrek? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just do a trio. So we've got Barbara and Adam... They're going on vacation somewhere, and so they go into the town to pick something up, and then they're coming back, and a dog sort of, like, wanders out into the middle of the road, and they crash into the... It's sort of like a... It's like a stream. Yeah. It's it's not not deep. It's like like a boathouse, but through a road, and then... It's a bridge, isn't it? it, Yeah, it is a bridge, but I I mean, there's, like, like a a building, yeah, Yeah. and then they crash into it, and then the dog's sort of, like, teetering on the step, wanders off, and then they both... Drown by land. Drown, but down. we don't know they drown. And I was thinking about this. We don't actually know they're dead. You can you can assume that they drown because, judging by later on in the film, like people's deaths are quite uh, easily identifiable, and yes. drowning doesn't affect you. Uh, maybe they'd have been blue because of the 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 oxygen. Yeah, what's it called? Out. Strangulation. Well, they're not being strangled, but drowning. Yeah. The dra- <laughs> what's it called when you don't breathe suffocation suffocation that's it Jesus that's Christ that's the one yeah suffocation <clears throat> turns you blue but if it if the impact was a car crushing them from it hitting us, you'd think you'd have seen that yeah. by the way by In the way because the aftermath they just look the exact same as what when they went before they died so I'd, I'd imagine it was drowning yeah so Adam and Barbara don't know that they're dead so they walk back into the house and they're, they're dripping wet and they go by the fire like they're trying to warm themselves up and Barbara gets a little bit too close and she doesn't realise and it's Adam that sort of like pulls her hand away and she set fire to her fingernails and that sort of yeah gives you the impression that she's actually dead. I really like the special effects in this movie and I've got a little bit of it on fun facts later on but even though I'm, they're not the best, I think they're quite authentic, some of them. Did we speak about... I think we might have spoken about this on the Nightmare on Elm Street episode. I much prefer... Um, like even if the, the the special effects used in older films, you you can tell the special effects, but also because the 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 high quality ones, there are some very bad ones out there. Um, but there is like the ones that you can tell have been taking like a lot of effort into. They just feel more real. They don't feel cheap. Like when you watch a film and there's CGI on it, and it's it's all you can tell it's all done. It's on a not computer. a lot of effort made, is it? I mean, exactly it is like, for the computer designers and stuff. I get it, but. There's not like um, 
interior designers and stuff like that, like trying to design yeah, these specific. It looks so realistic, <clears throat> the point where it looks fake. Like Jaws will be a bit, there'll be no other shark from the modern day history, I don't think, anyway. Well, in modern day and the future, that will compete with Jaws. And they'll all use CGI, and the sharks will all look more realistic. But it's just something about it being there Physically with the actors, there. yeah. Because when the actors, when they use CGI, there's, there's not. They actual, asked, yeah. There's like a tin of soup, and the actors are told to look at it. And yeah, exactly. They used to put them dots, it just is like a human Green shape and dots, put dots on yeah. it, yeah, and then that's how they make it. Do you think so, the Jaws will ever be made? No, I really hope not. I reckon it will. I don't think it'll be good. I think it'll never compare to Steven Spielberg. I, I think but... it's one of them films you're just not allowed to touch. Just don't touch it. Mm. How many shark films have we had since then that many. just don't... Nazi sharks, for one. Sorry, don't ever blaspheme Nazi shark on my... You've got Amazon Prime. Yeah, Yara. <laughs> Give Nazi... She didn't message us about the little shout-out. She's lied. So she doesn't listen to She's the full thing. She's not listening to the full thing. Wow. 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 Happy anniversary to you both. I'm going to cancel. Not getting flowers I'm, now. <laughs> I'm going to cancel that creeping in the family t-shirt we sent you. <laughs> the gift package. But yeah, so with with Jaws, I don't think it should ever be touched. It's just nothing will live up to it. It, it is what it is. Like, you can't... Yeah, you can't it, make anything out of it. Do you mean like a remake or a remaster? A remake. So a they're going to... A different storyline, like slightly adapting the storyline, like... No, the same, but just updating it so that it's <clears throat> it's just more recent. I don't I don't think you'll find... Like a, act, a I, sort of a Nightmare on Elm Street, even though that was slightly adapted. The the thing with Jaws is it was it's it's the it was the first of its kind that... that it was. ...that went massive. So I think with, like, your Halloweens, your Fridays, your Screams, they're all... They're all um, iconic films, but they're they're in a same they're in the same genre, yeah. so you can afford to remake it. Whereas, I I just think Jaws is one of those things. It's just so it's so in of its own. Like you can't you can't get better actors that'll suit the roles. That you might get a better looking shark, but it won't be a real yeah, prop coming out Jaws. of the water. Like have you, I've watched a few Watch Mojo things about it and stuff like that, and they were saying like the director at the time was saying, if I knew this was going to be yeah. a hassle, I'd never have never made the made film. It. And it went massively over budget and massively over time. Just think it's one of them. And things the shark just, kept breaking down. And... Yeah, they couldn't get it to work, and it was so weather dependent and all sorts. So I think if if the, if it was going to get remade. They couldn't cheap out and get CGI because it's that, they'd have to do that's something. not what Jaws is about. The, there has been remakes of stuff that is very popular. I mean, I know it's not in the same league as Jaws for you because I know you really enjoy Jaws, but Piranha became its own film and Piranha yeah. was a really popular creature feature. With um, I think with remakes and stuff, though, it doesn't matter what the fans' opinions are, it's a money, it is all because about if a company money. has enough money to buy out the rights and get permission to make a remake, they'll. Everything's got a price on it. I mean, do you remember... I mean, look at Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. I mean, that was atrocious, to be fair. Johnny Depp looked like a nonce. There it is again. I, episode six, nonce featured. I quite like the remake. Do you? Nowhere near to the original. It, I think it, it's... I think Johnny Depp makes it a different film. It's a bit, It's the same storyline, but I think Johnny Depp just makes it... A, there's a bit of a darker tone to the film, like, because he's got he's got problems and, do you know what I mean? He's, his father was a dentist, was that wasn't Was he? that in the original? No, we never knew why Willy Wonka was like he was. See, some might argue that it should be left unknown. We don't need to know Willy Wonka's backstory, but then some might be like, no, it was good to know how he ended up with this factory. I'm going to watch that soon, I like that film. But it's just like, you know, do you remember The Witches? Roll, like, the Roald Dahl one? No. You must have what, watched film? it. Yeah. I don't, don't think I've ever. Well, that was a really famous film and it's 
gone through the ages and they've just remade it. No, not is that... And Anne Hathaway's in it. She's like the lead witch, and I really like Anne, Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. Isabel. Oh. Problem with me, I know characters, not actors. Like yeah, I'm, I'm I know characters in films, but not the name of the actor. You'll know her from somewhere. She's I'll, been in I'll know this. Oh no, I th- am I thinking about the woman off the chase? What? In the in the woman off the chase, it went and I'm a celebrity called Summer Hathaway. I don't know, but it's not her. But that's what I think I was thinking of. So maybe I don't know. Who, no, who maybe. <laughs> maybe we'll anyway. just like that there. I, we've lost it again. Right, okay, so it's really cool special effects and it was little things like when she picked up the horse towards the mirror yeah, and was moving the horse yeah. and you couldn't see her but she was there. I really liked that. It was quite effective. There's also a rule book for the recently deceased that's been placed on the table. I wish I delved into that a bit more. I think they really could have... I think it was a missed opportunity in the sense that it, it would have been such a... It would have been so good to have a really good insight on... Like the rule book of being deceased, like yeah, they could have played on a lot of do. stuff. They struggle to read it though, but the living humans could. Yeah, well, that I think. I, didn't get. I think if, if you know you're dead, then you think, well, like a human would be so interested in reading that because they're not dead yet, whereas a dead person's like, oh, here we are. Yeah, here we are. I'm dead. Like whatever. But you, you think with all that spare time, they did have, they would have read through it properly. So, Adam and Barbara are sort of come into terms with bereaving, like the grow grieving over their own deaths. Uh they try and they're in the attic and they're sort of just carrying on with normal life, I suppose. Attempting to, yeah. yeah that's all you know, to... isn't it? What else are you gonna do? They can't leave the house. No, because they end up sandworms? in a desert with a sandworm. I didn't I didn't that I did not get random. that. That's left very unexplained. That is Tim Burton though all over. Just yeah. something so random like that. It's just such a bizarre Well then again, I, I like the film because it wasn't Whenever there's anything to do with death in a film, uh, well, life after death, it's like demons or heaven or hell. Yeah. Whereas this didn't really have any religious part in it. It was so if it had been like if it had left the house and there was hell in that there or heaven. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. I know they say they want to get to the afterlife, but they still don't mention heaven. No. So I, I like the fact that it was quite neutral. It wasn't religious. Yeah, I like that. I don't like it when films push that on people. Then you've got the new family coming in. So you've got Kevin's mum. Home Alone. Yeah. I know she's called Catherine O'Hara in real life, but Delia? Delia? Yeah, kid. because they're named... No, then Lydia, the parents are named in alphabetical order. So there's Adam, Barbara, Charles, and Delia, A, B, C, D. So who's Delia? Is Delia is... No, Delia's the woman. Kevin. Kevin's mum from Home Alone. Oh, is that her Kevin! Yeah. I didn't. I didn't really take note of the characters' names. I know. I I actively wrote them down, and then so I saw that they were in ABC the order. There's nothing to say about the characters. I thought I really. They were fantastic. They were really good. All had their own personalities. So they come into the house and um. (laughs) uh, So Delia is in with her. Is it her publicist, a friend, a lawyer? I think. Originally, is a um, is an interior, interior designer, designer yeah, isn't like a he? renovator, but obviously they were closer than that. And he sounds, I think his name's spelled O W T O, but they call him Otho. Yeah, um, yeah, that rings a bell. So they're coming in and they're absolutely destroying the house, and Adam and Barbara are just watching because they can't do anything else. So they try and use some tricks to scare them. So they open the cupboard door. Barbara is hanging from the closet and they don't see her. And then they sort of the they move around the house with them and then Adam is headless with Barbara gripping his head and holding a knife. Yeah. And nobody can see it at all. And so this sort of comes to terms of the fact that 
they cannot be seen. Do you know what I? I'm a little bit of a continuity flaw that I've just you've just reminded me of now. Is if they can see the horse floating in the mirror, then surely they'll be able to see the knife being held up. Oh yeah, and the rope. And the rope. That's a point, actually. Well done. You've outfoiled Tim Burton. Do you feel like a genius? Add that to the sin sin counter. Lydia is outside, and she's taking pictures with a camera, and she looks through the camera lens, and she sees Barbara and Adam through the camera lens, and she's freaked out by it. She automatically assumes that they are ghosts yeah, staying the in there, haunted. and the house is haunted. Because Lydia's quite a... Uh... A dark person. Yeah, she's she's gothic. She's yeah. she's portrayed as gothic, isn't she? Adam, that's convinced that they've been seen, and Barbara's sort of like, no, we can't be seen with yeah, with the dead. So we've realised now that there's sort of a bond between Lydia and Adam. Yeah, for some reason she can see him when other people can't. Yeah, Adam and Barbara. So Lydia's trying to come up the stairs to see them, and while they're trying to keep the door shut, the advertisement comes on the TV, and it's Beetlejuice. What, what's his actual name? Because it's not... Well, the advertisement isn't for Beetlejuice. It is. It's Beetlejuice. Are you sure? But it's it's spelt weirdly. So it's like B-E-T-E-L-G-E-U-S-E, or something like that. But it's like not that. pronounced Beetlejuice in the film. It is. Beetlejuice. It is It is for when people think, but on the advert, I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure it was. We'll check after, but it sounded like it was pronounced a different way. Anyway, he's a... I quite like the fact that he's a human exorcist. I really like to play on that. So it's the idea that he's hired to get yeah. rid of the humans in the house, whereas normal exorcists, I suppose, are hired to get spirits yeah. out of the house. I found that quite funny. Then we've got Adam and Barbara try to get through to the caseworker Juno and so they have to draw a door in the brickwork and then they go through to the waiting room and I absolutely love this, this, this bit. This film made me crease like just just a humour in it and it's not it's not forced humour it's just like you heard me chuckling in the background to some bits like the guy with the little head <laughs> like they're just it, it's funny that you can look at each person who was in that waiting room and know exactly how they died and that guy going across who was squashed like he'd been run over yeah, and he just face. goes goes around like hung up on this coat hanger yeah it is funny it tim burton's typical dark humor isn't it it's yeah it's name, very name some other tim burton films for me please dark shadows not watched it you have i got you the dvd for christmas I watched it. One year. It's where Johnny Depp's the vampire. I never watched it. It gets cursed. You bloody hell. Anyway, well. Nightmare Before Christmas. Not watched it. Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Not watched it. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory remake. Ah, did Tim Burton do that? It's Tim Burton. Big Fish You Won't Have Watched. Corpse Bride. Cat in the Hat. Not not Cat in the Hat. That was Bo Wade or whatever his name was. Uh, I can't think of any other Tim Burton films off the top of my head. Oh, you know the Batman with Jack Nicholson in it? Never watched it, but yeah. I Tim Burton directed that. Ah. There you go. That's the one. Well, That's yeah, my favourite one. I've got um, written down in my notes here that I just, I think it was here where I just, like we've just discussed there, I love the concept of this film. It's so... It's original. It's Yeah, it's such a it's such a different perspective to what happens after death. And it's not a dark one or it's not a very religious one. It's it's funny. It's a, it's a funny film. It, the way, like what we said about all the, the waiting room and... The way the system works and the woman who was in charge of their case thought she was quite funny. Yeah, she slit her wrists. Yeah, as well. It's very dark humor. Do you think you could? Do you think you could get away with that nowadays? No, I don't. I think you could, but I think it'd have to be a lot more hidden. Yeah. And there's things, as I say, I've watched this film before, but I, there's things that I didn't pick up on 
that I picked up on When's now. When's the last time you watched it? I must have been about 13. What's that was, long ago? Yeah, it was a really, really long time well, ago. You, uh, you can you can watch the same film when you were a kid and when you are an adult and it's like two completely oh, different yeah, films. Oh yeah, 100%. And, but it was fantastic. I think I enjoyed it more as an adult than I did as a child. Yeah, you understand more of the anecdotes and stuff, don't you? Yeah, definitely. And the dark humour behind it. It's not dark when you're a kid, really, because you don't... You, you don't twig You don't on. know the seriousness of it's like, like slitting your wrists and, and death. So it's, it's more just the... The funny characters and stuff like that whereas as you get older you understand the the subliminal message behind the jokes yeah definitely so they all they how they died so they've got there was one that had half the body missing there was the shrunken voodoo head what what do you think was the cause wrist. of death for that shrunk it's a it was a voodoo her, right. that killed him because the guy did the same to beetlejuice at the end ah it was the same witch doctor ah right yeah i get you the only thing that little well it's not a continuity error it's a little behind the scenes fact but it's not one of my behind the scenes facts you so you can tell how everybody's died technically adam and barbara should have been soaking wet yeah do, do, do when they, they drowned no however tim burton didn't want gina davis and alec baldwin to be uncomfortable all the way through mm. filming and so he changed it because he didn't want them to be uncomfortable because it was actually quite difficult for them to persuade people to come on this film a lot of people said no and they were repeated they just didn't get it even the lead character beetlejuice michael keaton he he said no he absolutely smashed that role he was but his own for being a main title character he's only he's very sparingly in it in the film but he is fantastic in what he does we've got all i kept thinking was like because you got to cut back between the deceased and then lydia trying to get in the house and things like that yeah into the attic sorry and I just kept thinking, I just kept looking at Lydia's fringe and thinking, Courtney Cox, Scream 3. That's It reminded me of Adam Sandler, like the girl off that. Is it the same Wednesday person? Adams. No, Christina I've also, Ricci. I've also is... never seen that, by the way, but I've just... Seen... Oliver? I'd, I'd have put the Adams Family and uh, Beetlejuice in the same bracket of things that I just think, yeah, it's not for I me. think it's a dark comedy. Both of them are... are... It's like dark satire. I really, really like Adam's Family Values. It might, it might be in this calendar. It might be. Very easily could be. Well, we thought that Beetlejuice wasn't Beetlejuice until we saw him. So yeah, they can't give it away, did it? Yeah. So we'll be, we'll, we'll have a look. It'll be a surprise afterwards. So we get to meet Juno, who is Adam and Barbara's social care worker. So, well, dead care worker, I suppose. By this point, Adam and Barbara have already sort of noticed Beetlejuice. And Barbara wanted to say his name, but Adam sort of turned against it and said, no, we, we should have a look somewhere yeah. else. And Juno said, he already knows that you want his attention and he's hiding in the little town. And so she's not happy about it all. I didn't notice this as a child. And I was sitting and watching it and thinking, is she smoking through her neck? And she was. You the smoke out was yesterday. coming out through that, her neck. And I couldn't believe it's that. things like that that just... It's it's attention to detail, isn't it? Yeah, and she warns Adam and Barbara, do not call Beetlejuice. He's a bad guy. He was he used to be a guide. He was sort of like an a protege. He was her protege. Assistant, wasn't yeah, she, wasn't he? And then he, he caused a lot of trouble. Tangent. Yeah, and so he got sent away and like cursed or whatever it was. Before before we get into uh, carrying on, because now we've, now we've got Beetlejuice on the scene. We just laid down because I was I was not confused, but when you died, their rule was you had to stay in the house a certain amount of time before you're allowed to go to the afterlife. Yeah. And you, is no one else allowed to live there? Is that why you've got to haunt them away? Yes. So Beetlejuice's job is to haunt them away of people who aren't scary enough or can't 
I think that's that, yeah, that's, that's the what gist. He, that's what he's enrolled to. It's to get. I don't. This is what I didn't understand. Like, why can you not just live with people? It's. I think it's because it's not typically the norm. Didn't because Barbara quite liked Lydia at the very start, and she was like, "I don't want to scare that little girl. I, I yeah. like her." And Adam said, "It's not in the book. You know, the book says this." And she says, yeah. "Well, why can't we just rebel?" And stay. So I think it's it's just a rule of the recently deceased booklet. That maybe you've got maybe to... you could live with someone, but that doesn't count to the amount of time that you've got to spend in that maybe. house. Like the house has got to be empty for your time to be going. But we're just we're just guessing here. But yeah, I just wanted to make sure we understood. Well, that, we, that I understood that the, the the rules of why or being a ghost, like why you have to scare people away, blah blah blah. Yeah. And so we cut back <laughs> again. So Lydia, not Lydia, sorry, Barbara and Adam are coming back from the dead realm. Waiting the room. Waiting room, yeah. And we see the first glimpse of Beetlejuice properly. We got him on the TV thing, but then there's the fly. Yeah. And so you've got Beetlejuice like encouraging this fly to come closer and closer. And that's a little shout out for Gina Davis, who played Barbara, because she was a lead in The Fly, oh, really? the horror film. And so with the fly being there and in close proximity and things like that, that was sort of a little shout out for her, which I quite liked. There are some fantastic... Well done for not erming there, because that's not the only time you do it. I know, I'm proud of I myself. I was waiting for that then, sorry, carry on. Tried really hard. So there's some great dark humour, we've said this before. I really like the fact that Juno was like, you need to scare them away, use your best tricks. And then they're sitting there under bed sheets. Oh Ooh. yeah, ran, ran me a Halloween that when Michael Myers is under it. And they're if just... he'd have worn his glasses over the sheet, then it would have been the spitting image. Yeah, and so they're in Charles and Delia's room, and Lydia, I'm presuming, is either next door or in the wall next or something like that because she assumes it's them going yeah. at it. And she's like, there's a child in the room and she's proper kicking off about it. Then she takes a photo of Adam and Barbara in the sheet. So obviously you can't see the feet on the floor. Yeah. And that alludes to the fact that they're ghosts. Now, there's an, there's an automatic bond between Lydia and Barbara and Adam. It's sort of like they're the parents that she needed. Yeah. And... The, at the beginning, it was quite sad, actually, I forgot to mention this. When the house representative is talking about a family, she's like, you know, it'd be better suited for a family. Gina Davis, Barbara's face drops. So whether... And then Adam later on says, there's no reason we can't try again. So I'm presuming maybe they lost a child. Yeah. Or she miscarried or Possibly, something yeah. like that. And so for her, the, for them, they have that bond with her straight away. And I thought that was really nice. It choked me up a little bit, actually. It was It was lovely. Doesn't take much trick up in a film, though. No, to be fair, anything. You try it fucking High School Musical. No, I don't. You probably have. Oh my god, I did actually the third I, one. I, yeah, I thought you know where they're all standing there in the graduation gowns. And, oh, taking the final back door. I'm going. Stop. And they're all looking at the camera. Oh, they're all looking they're, at the camera. We're not camera. talking about right. Shaq. I'll talk about. Jordan, I'll talk about. I'm not fucking talking about. You Musical. brought hoy. Ho- ho- I, I thought. I thought it was going to be a, a quick. Yeah, I did. Oh, no, I didn't. And that was it. We can't talk. I'm yeah, not discussing the film. Think, yeah, I know. Sorry. I've only ever seen the first anyway. Maybe the second. That was where they were in Lava Springs. That was a good Sharpe film. Was... <laughs> good was film. A solid film. Good film. It was a good film. So we have Lydia getting on with Barbara and Adam more than her parents. And then we've uh, they're trying to get her to convince her parents that the house is haunted. So she wants them to sort of like move out. And so uh, Lydia shows Delia the pictures and she's like, look, the house is haunted. I can prove it. These are the pictures here. But her mum, well, she's a stepmom, isn't she? A stepmom is busy preparing a dinner because there's a big dinner party coming over. They want to sell the town, don't they? They yeah. sort of want to build up and build a business on it. And so they've got all these big wigs in to sort of try and impress them. 
And at this point, because Barbara and Adam are running out of options, they end up going to see Beetlejuice. And this is where we first get like a full... Yeah, I've got my first impressions of him. At first I thought, fuck's sake, this guy's going to annoy me. But he's, 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 got a, like, he's got my type of humour. Like he's very sarcastic and very... Got towards the end that I enjoy BJ's, for lack of a better phrase, because I can't be asked to write Beetlejuice. Um, <laughs> BJ's chilled back humour. So that can be clipped out of context. Enjoy BJ's. Don't I'm editing that. Yara, Enjoy don't. BJ's. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like even at the end when he's rushing about and there's all the stuff going on, I enjoy like the quick little one-liners and stuff. That's what makes me laugh. And he is very, very quick. So if you're not paying attention to it or a child is not particularly listening and yeah. zooming in, it's sort of the idea that he can get away with saying it. Yeah. But the first instance that I got that it wasn't a child's film is when he's... Uh, standing there and he's he says nice fucking model and i was like yeah did he swear and i couldn't believe it because i didn't remember that but i suppose that's the point maybe it, that's why he's so effective in in the character that he is because up until that point it very well probably could be a kid's film take away some of the darker bits about death it's very um very there's a, a couple who have died and they're a really nice they're a nice couple the the love like the lovable characters and then this just complete arrogant dickhead gets thrown in <laughs> and just starts swearing and looking up skirts and all sorts. And it's just a complete like, change of yeah. mood, yeah, com- compared to the, the rest of the and film. I, I think they were on about remaking Beetlejuice. I was going to ask, was there a second one or anything? No, but they were on about making a remake of it. And I'd be very surprised if they can get away with what they did. It's more the sexual element that he's got of it. And the fact that, you know, Beetlejuice was marrying a child. Yeah, how old is she in the film? 15, 14, 15 in the film. And so that's quite quite a heavy topic. But once again, when you're a child, you don't think about it like that. I'm guessing Beetlejuice wanted to marry her because it it gave him some sort of ability to constantly be... I presume that it was never really... It was never really highlighted why he wanted her to marry him. He made up a load of bump, didn't he, and excuses. He was like, I've got people to see on the outside, I've got this. I think maybe if he got legally married to to a an alive person, then maybe it it meant he... Because he... He can only come out when he's cold, can't he? He's like yeah. on a leash, so maybe that freed him and he could stay out when he wanted. Yeah, that that's what I, That's what in my head I, I subconsciously thought was happening. So then you've got the best, most, well, one of the most iconic scenes in the whole film. And Eloise, as soon as, because Eloise stayed and watched it with us and she uh, she wanted to go to bed, but she kept saying, no, I'm just going to wait to my favourite scene. Oh, I'm going to wait to my favourite scene. scene. Yeah. And it's the Deo scene. I didn't. I, I said to you, didn't I? I said, "What the fuck is going on here?" When it all started going off, I was like, "What on earth?" But then, because it, it at first I thought it was just uh, thing his mum like pissing around, like saying that. <laughs> and then I thought, "Well, this isn't her Lost voice. Kevin like, what's again. going on?" But it's yeah, it was, so it was, well it was done. A class, class scene. I enjoyed it. And it is. It's the. It's so random, and it's. I can't explain it. It's one of my favourite scenes in film, actually, that I think. It was so random, and it wasn't specified that, right, okay, this is the plan, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. We'll wait till they're all at dinner, then we're going to do something really good. There's no mention of it, it so it's completely out. out of the blue. Yeah. And I really appreciated that. But it doesn't have the desired effect. So instead of being scared and running away, dollar bills flash out yeah. in Dealer and Charles's eyes. Which and... is, it's not plausible in my eyes. You... you... If that happened to you, even though it's not <clears throat> a scary haunt, you'd still be like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah, you would be scared. But it's not a film meant to make you feel like this could happen in real life. This is just Tim Burton's 
outlook on life after death. Essentially, that's what it is. I agree, but I also think it it's quite foretelling because you've got to think about it. Like, how many people pay to go on ghost talks? You paid for one. Yeah, essentially, um, as, it is exploitative. As, yeah, I'm 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 not saying that. I'm not saying the films. Well, the film is unrealistic, but I'm not saying it's not. It's the not immediate the reaction of the panic because nobody knows what happens to life after death. So this could well be it, as well as a million other things. Yeah, but I mean, in the sense where I think, in in, in a normal life, if like if me and you just got possessed, started dancing around the room and singing, knowing full well because you can see it in the faces when it's happening, they can't. They know they're not controlling this. I'd be like, what the fuck's going on here, and be, and shit myself. Even though there was nothing sinister about what happened, you're still being completely controlled by. It by uh, something that you have no idea about. Yeah. But it's not a problem. I, I don't... I didn't like, think, oh, that that's stupid. So the family aren't scared at all. They're actually quite pleased with it. It means they've seen dollar bills. They think, oh, my God, we can make this town a massive spook fest yeah. and make it sort of like a theme park. So they immediately go upstairs to check for the proof of the ghost, but they can't find it. The only thing they can find, and Otho steals is the recently deceased book. Yes, which got them in big trouble. So they come outside, and then Beetlejuice, the snake scene, comes out. Yes. So that that was actually quite freaky. I mean, That was a scary I, effect. As an adult, I was like, oh gosh, that's a bit scary. But as a child, like that's quite traumatising. You get that. Some things, like, do you remember um, Courage the Cowardly Dog? Oh my god! That Some was of so the fucking good. episodes were scary, like the ghost. And do you remember that one who just stood there in the middle of nowhere? Yeah. And his arms like, fl- Jesus Christ! And it was like Muriel and Eustace, wasn't it? They were the two old couple. The, the, some things you see as a kid, like that, you just think, like even Courage of the Dog, like that clip now will probably still make like wig me out a bit and just make me a bit fucking eerie. It's just you'd be surprised what you can, you can get away with in kids, kids entertainment. Yeah, it's very clever. So they are brought back to Juno, who is quite rightly furious. They, I, I think, I don't know whether it's Adam or Barbara who say Beetlejuice three times to get him to go away, but he ends up leaving. They, the one of the rules is they can't give away the existence of ghosts. That's one of the rules of the recently yeah, deceased Yeah, they can't book. give away existence. They can't lose a book, I'm guessing, is yeah. a given. Um, they have to stay in the house until their time is done. Yeah, and... I think this was done very cleverly. I quite like the rules. I put this down. The concept is is so, so good. And it made me laugh because it was the idea that... that I know the government... There's, like, the rumours that the government has said that they will... If they find proof of paranormal... Genuine paranormal activity, there's a lot of money involved with it. And so it does sort of raise you to believe, oh, it's one of the rules of being a ghost that they can't prove it and yeah. it's it's quite interesting yeah that that's why i enjoyed the concept it's because we don't know what happens after life and it may well be that you, you, you're not allowed to give away the the afterlife it's, but there's uh... a million other things I'm, I'm a what's it called and they uh i'm not a skeptic because i'm not against the idea of it but i'm i'm not for it i don't believe in it but i also don't not believe in it so you're quite passive yeah, I'm passive. If like if if I saw something that I thought was a ghost, I wouldn't be like, no, it's impossible. I'd be like, shit, I've just seen a ghost. Yeah. But at the but, same time, I don't I don't think right now they exist because I've never seen one. Yeah, I mean, I've seen I've seen one, and I I remain quite firm on the fact I've seen one. And I did have a, an incident back in my flat at university in Leeds, and that really petrified me. And maybe that'll be one of my things for Thursday, mm. a Thursday at some point. But anyway, back onto the film. At this point, when Juno and Barbara and Adam are talking, Lydia is in her room making a suicide note. Yeah. 
and it's quite sad. That is quite dark. It is, and she's yeah, she's only a baby. She's only. You, and 40, you don't 15. really see like she's not mistreated like she's misunderstood by her parents yeah but she's not like abused or anything which i'm glad that he didn't put in the film because that would have made it not dark humor just dark yeah just dark simply i don't i think the idea was she wanted to be dead not that she wanted to kill herself like yeah she, she wanted to be dead she wanted with to adam be and like barbara, adam and, barbara, yeah. and so but maybe it's because she felt invisible anyway but so I think it's because there's... Barbara and Adam were probably the only people who have ever understood her and, and gave her the time of day. Yeah. And not just been like, get out of this phase. Lydia then goes up to Adam and Barbara, but they're not in, they're still with Juno. Yeah. So Lydia is looking at the little town that Adam had once created and Beetlejuice is sitting there. So he's trying to persuade Lydia to let him out and he's saying, look, if you want help being dead, mm. then I can do that for you. That's absolutely fine, but you've got to say my name. The, yeah, the, que- the question I've got from this scene is, and I'm going to bring it back to about this advert, I think there's an, a rule for Beetlejuice that he cannot tell people to say his name. It, I think it's like, you know the fairy tale Rumpelstiltskin? No. Where she had know, three tries to guess his name. But it's I, very similar. But I think he's not allowed to specifically tell someone the name because it's cheating, it's, it's cheating the system. And I think that's why on the advert it's not actually Beetlejuice because he's not he is not allowed he's to not tell allowed people. He's not allowed to tell people his name. That's quite clever actually. That's why I think it was spelt different on the advert and pronounced a little bit differently because he's not allowed to physically tell people his name. Say his name. That's interesting. Because it's a cop out because he could But then Juno says it. What do you mean? Juno says Beetlejuice's name. So you'd have thought if they were What what is Juno the social thing? Yeah. Yeah, I I, I think but... Mind you Adam and Barbara already know about him. So And I think I think the rule is he just physically can't tell someone his name. So if they said like like he did, he said say my name and she's like, What is it? I can't tell you and that's why he can't put it on TV because it's cheating because someone will go, oh, Beetlejuice, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's spelt and pronounced a bit differently on TV. That's quite It's not actually actually. saying his name. So they do charades and this bit made me laugh out loud actually when he was like, first word, (laughs) two syllables. Yeah. And it's like, and there's just a beetle chilling there. (laughs) This is what I mean. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's kind of the breath of fresh air, like it's, it's just like a sarcastic, like lounging about. It, it, it's a hard character to explain because he's, I, I rooted for him, like I actually, because he's not, well, I suppose he did hurt the dad when he dropped him from the ceiling. Yeah. And he, it, it looks like he did maybe want to hurt people, but again, I like that it doesn't delve to, it doesn't portray him to be an, a like villain a, villain. Yeah, he, he's just a he's fun, quite wicked, he, he's, he's a funny fun character, yeah. Yeah, I like that, and he was really good character. So at this point, Barbara and Adam show up again, just in the nick of time, and they pull Lydia away. Yeah, and they say you can't, you can't say his name. And she explains that she, well, she says, I just want to be dead like you. And Barbara, you could see that like physically broke Barbara. Yeah, she was like, she no, you, to fit you, in somewhere, didn't yeah, you don't want to be dead. You don't want to be like us. Yeah, and she says that they're willing to share the house, doesn't she? She's like, well, yeah. you know, we, we're willing to we'll share the house the with you. Yeah, we need some rules and then this is how it's going to work. But by this point, it's too late. There's the really famous rich architecture, like business manager guy coming all the way from New York to this place Yeah. because Guessing he's got an idea and yeah. the dad's just giving a presentation about what he wants to do. Yeah. And then Otho crops up looking like Zach Bagans after he's eaten a few Big Macs from Ghost Adventures, which made me laugh a lot. And they attempt to do a seance so they they do it very well to be fair so otho is saying the words from the book and they've also got personal items from adam and barbara the wedding wedding outfits so they're all sitting together everything's 
quite spooky and quite dark. And then he starts chanting the words, and then there's like the green fog that starts coming around. Them. I felt so. Um, what's her name, Barbara? Yeah. Barbara's face when she gets morphed into that thing, it's really sad. Like, yeah. the look in her face, like, just the, the effects that make it look, and she's just, she looks so, like, with no hope in her face. And I just thought, God, that's quite hard to look at. It is. And it does make you think about how, how we treat ghosts and the concept of it's ghosts. How, I think it's just how humans treat everything. Anything that's not human, we're completely naive to the way that we treat them. Yeah. It's like we've got no morality. Well, not everyone, but... Uh, we've got no respect for any other species. We've not even got respect for our own. But I mean, we've got laws and stuff to say you can't do this with a human. Yeah. But with anything else, like even like other cultures, other religions, animals, like that get mistreated. It's, yeah, we have no concept. If there's not a law against it, yeah, people will morally people do things take wrong. Yeah. Advantage of it. Yeah, it's really sad. And as I say, Barbara. So the the chant works and it brings them forward. But I believe it must be something to do with the fact that they can all now see them. Yeah. So it's yeah. maybe that that's aging her and decaying her. So she's turning into ashes essentially. Yeah. And Lydia's panicking. She knows that it's killing Barbara. And then Adam comes in as well. So they get the second person. And out of desperation, Lydia... Agrees to marry Beetlejuice. Agrees to marry Beetlejuice. So she runs upstairs and says, you can make it stop. And he says, yeah, I can, but there's a price to pay. Yeah. And so she agrees. He comes out, absolutely terrifies the rest of the family. Yeah, it goes on a rampage. It goes on a complete not a rampage. Well. The carousel Funny, with the arms yeah. and stuff. That was really cool. That was sort of like a nod to po- uh, Poltergeist as well. Because yeah. the clown... You know Scary Movie 2? You, this is the only way you'll know it. You know the clown under the bed and he's like, here comes the little balloon animal. Oh, da, yeah. da, 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 and it's the arms rolling out. Yeah, yeah that's the... Well, that's what arms. it was, yeah. But that's what it was in... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Did you but just remember that, that yeah. it wasn't arms? <laughs> but that's what it was in Poltergeist. It was the arms of the clown rolling out. Right. And so it's sort of like a paying homage to that. Everything's sorted. Barbara and Adam are still sort of decaying on the floor and Beetlejuice appears and he gets into this tux and then all of a sudden Lydia's in this gorgeous red dress. And that is an iconic look. That is, in yeah. the film, if people dress up for Halloween, that's they're dressed up as Beetlejuice yeah. and Lydia in the red dress. It's very well known. Then this random little alien guy yeah, stumbles up. Why not throw him in there? Yeah, just throw him in there. And he's doing the ceremony. I said, like, Michael Keaton is exceptionally good. He absolutely smashes this role. So then... Do you know what he reminds me of? The Grinch. Just his mannerisms, his sarcastic ways and his self-awareness and... He reminds me of a mix of the Grinch and the Joker from Jack Nicholson's Batman, Mm. which is weird because Michael... No. Right. Because Michael uh, Keaton, who played Beetlejuice in this, ended up becoming Batman in Tim Burton's Batman film. Ah. And also, in the carousel scene, there's little bats on the side of his neck that you can see, which I thought was quite cool. I noticed that. They're all trying to say his name. What's his name? Adam gets his teeth pulled out. Face gets zipped up. Face gets zipped up. He gets launched into the village. And then there's like a grey... It's like a grey... It's a metal bat. A metal bar's placed yeah, upon place. Barbara's face steel, yeah, so, she so she can't speak and then she's sent into the desert yeah to face the sandworm I've I've got this down in here I'm not keen on the sandworm bit because it's just so fucking random it is it was I mean there was a little mention of it at the beginning where Beetlejuice was saying I hate those sandworms I don't know but how did how did Barbara manage to master the art of riding a fucking sandworm not ride it into the real world and, and it attacked Beetlejuice look how did Michael Myers learn how to drive a car that's all I'm saying if it's an automatic it's easy 
Yeah, but Michael Myers might not know that. Maybe the sandworm was automatic. Maybe Michael drove a car before. No, he was fucking like four. He was about five years old. But anyway, the sandworm just sort of comes out of nowhere, eats Beetlejuice, drags him straight back to wherever he's going. And all is sort of well well again, really. And then you get... This is what I didn't like about the film. And this really... It's a small thing, but I didn't appreciate it. The fact that Lydia is now like taken off all the goth makeup and stuff like that and she's sort of just become a normal teenage girl like i thought that was fucking weird let the characters stay yeah i thought that was lydia's character it Mm. was it was really nice i never even noticed that to be fair yeah she's not adorned any makeup she's got straight hair she's got fringe she's smiling she's saying goodbye to her friends so it's kind of like she's gone back to being normal yeah a normal kid now that somebody's paid a bit of attention to her but i quite liked lydia's character how she was she was a good character or there maybe you could maybe say that that uh, uh, persona was an attention thing. She wanted to be different from Peter, get attention, and then once Barbara and Adam started showing her attention, then she, she shed that sort of disguise. Yeah. But yeah. then again, that I, I get what you're saying. Like someone doesn't have to become what are these called? Quote it? No. What are you doing again? Yeah, little quotation. Yeah, so quotation marks normal. Yeah. Um, to be able to have a happy end, and then you don't have to like, you can still be weird and be happy, basically. Yeah, and. <clears throat> That, see, that's the thing with Tim Burton. He is very weird. And so I thought that was a very unusual ending for him because he, he likes a bit of weirdness mm. in his life. It's like, you know, the end of Dark Shadows. Josette commits... Well, the woman who plays Josette, Victoria, who is, like, reincarnate Josette, jumps off a cliff and dies. But then Johnny Depp's character bites her and they both become vampires. So it's that sort of melancholy ending. Yeah. But this one, it was just sort of a happy ending. However, I did like the fact she came home to Barbara and Adam. Yeah, that was nice. And she, they were on about the test, and it was just so normal. And Adam was like, "We spent all weekend yeah. studying for that test," and she got the A in a math test. And then she was like, "Can we?" And the uh, shake Sonora is a classic scene as well. It's iconic, and I do like that ending. I thought that we were never going to see the real parents again, but they were just yeah, around, I, I, weren't at, they? At the time, I thought, "What's happened to them?" But uh, but they were just they were around and. Charles seemed to be taking a slight interest because he said, oh, she must have got an A in a maths test. Yeah. So it's sort of like she got the best of both worlds yeah. from him. Um, then we've got Beetlejuice is in the waiting room now. So he's sort of been condemned to something, God knows what. He's sort of trying to feel up the leg. Mm. <laughs> and then the other woman's sitting at the other side of him, the other half of her. And he steals that ticket. He gets, steals the ticket from the witch head. doctor and then gets the tiny But this is what well. I like about him, is even making little one-liners in those moments. Yeah. And he, he did a really good job in, a, in that role. He was fantastic. But that was the film. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's really much that to summarise because we've been speaking about it throughout the whole way through. Normally, when we do our, uh, our discussions, we go... We go through, like, if, if it's a slasher, it's this kill to this kill to this kill to this kill. Whereas this was just, like, a piece on its own. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've got to say about it. So we've just got left your would-you-rather question for mm-hmm. this week and then the calendar to see which film we're reviewing next. I'm disgusted. You did not remember my behind-the-scenes facts. Oh, and, of course, the behind-the-scenes facts. Highlight of everybody's week. Right. We'll do behind-the-scenes first. Okay. So let me scroll back. I like to make out that I research these massively in advance, but I do it in the first 10 minutes of the film I'm watching <laughs> and think, shit, I've forgotten again. So the studio originally wanted to call the film House Ghosts. Burton wasn't impressed with this and jokingly suggested Scared Sheetless. The studio considered it. 
That's at good. one point, so he was horrified that they'd actually considered it, which I thought was quite funny. Then we have Michael Keaton, who played Beetlejuice, ad-libbed 90% of his lines. What's that? So they were just off the cuff. He, didn't, oh, he wasn't scripted. Yeah, you he can see that, it. though, by how, how quirky and, yeah. and self-aware. Yeah. Even... Even if something's scripted, there's still like a pause yeah. where you have to say it, but his, he was so quick back off, it was good. Tim Burton almost cut out the Deo possession scene because he felt audiences would hate it. He was wrong. It became one of the most iconic scenes of the What's film. What's the Deo possession? Deo. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he almost cut that out because he thought it was so out of place. And But the film would have been nothing without it. It, yeah. was, it was a cracking scene. The visual effects budget was only $1 million, so Tim Burton purposely made them look as cheap as possible. But that plays in his favour. Yeah. Fair play. It was the 10th biggest uh, produced grossing film of 1988 ever. So it was the 10th yeah. one. Alec Baldwin, who plays Adam, dislikes the film. He hated his performance in it. He really hated it. Really? He refuses to speak about it now. I suppose that's being a good self-critic. Your opponent, your own opinion matters more than what other people's opinion are. Yeah, he really dislikes it. Many actors, to be fair, they dislike watching themselves on screen because yeah, they yeah. critique themselves. Yeah. And you're always, you're, you're always your own harshest critic. Well, it's you? sort of like us on here. You don't like listening back because you don't like your own voice. No. I don't like listening back because I don't like my own voice. And I cringe every time I say, um... Which I haven't done much of this you, time. You've done a few, unless, unless you've done it in... Not thought bit, about it. In deep conversation, yeah. None of us have picked up on it, but... And then I put this one in for you as well. Wes Craven was the first choice for director yeah. of Beetlejuice. Tim Burton picked it up afterwards. So, what do you think the budget was for this film? Is that including the special effects? Including the visual effects. This is the whole thing. So if it's only one million, it can't have had that much of a budget because I'd imagine if they gave the film that much back in, the special effects would have played a huge part. But please remember that the likes of Alec Baldwin, were big at the Gina time? Davis were big at the time, and Michael Keaton as well. I'll go twenty million. It was only fifteen million I that they were given. You it was, was easy to it, say that. It was quite. It was quite um, a small budget. And now you're going to ask me how much it produced in box how office. How much did it produce in box office? 109 million. Less. 85 million. Less. 55 million. More. 58 million. We'll just say it because it's getting yeah. honest now. <laughs> 74.3 million. Mm. So it made, it made, what, nearly treble. Profit, yeah. Treble its budget, yeah. So it did really well. And those were my fun facts. Right, we'll go on to the would you rather. Okay, so my would you rather this week is not specifically related to Beetlejuice as such. But as long as it's horror themed. It's horror, obviously. It's horror themed. Well, that's what it is, isn't it? I've been preparing this question all week, she says with a phone on her knee. Yeah, we've literally just paused the podcast so she can research it I because forgot. she forgot. So, would you rather guest star on your favourite horror movie, but there's a chance you could die, or stay safe and watch it at home? Stay safe and watch it at home. Would you, would you not want to... No, I'm not going to risk my life to be in a film that I'll never see. I'd love to be in Scream, mate. Yeah, but would you consider yourself a better final girl than Sydney? Nobody's a better final girl than Sydney. So you will probably die then. You're not part of the trio. I could, I could be. Dewey's going to bite it in Scream 5. I'd, I'd like to be you. 
and I'd like I've, I think we've asked this before like well before we decided to start doing this um, when I said like how good it would be to be um, an extra in a film so say just a, a, a student from Woodsboro High School just like and, as an observer but yeah but you actually live in that life yeah that'd be sit, cool but you get the experience without having to be in the in the carnage of it okay so I'll further this because you looked at me like I was a moron when I said that last question I'll further into it if you could replace a cast member on a, any horror film any slasher film you wanted you could take over a final girl and then be like the final guy what film would it be and why um you obviously didn't die in real life you were acting so you got the job as so you replaced the actor probably jaws you can't be the shark would it? no i'd be right. i'd be the main character <laughs> No, I won't be a fucking shark. Walking around with a boring that life is all I do is swim around and eat. No, I'd, the eating uh, part's not so bad. Yeah, but imagine having to hunt for your food. Like if I said to you, "Oh, you're not having anything to eat, much go out and catch it," you'd be like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, I can't be asked." But yeah, I'd, I've, I, I just, I always wanted to go great white shark diving, um, well, cage diving. <laughs> Specifically, great white shark. Jump on the back of one and dive. If there's a the tiger ocean. shark, I'm fucking out of there. <laughs> no, yeah, I've, I've always wanted to. to to, I just think the, the cool animals. So you'd that, be Brody. Yeah, you'd be quite a good chief Brody, actually. I just think it'd be like sick to be in that situation. Not well, obviously knowing that I'd survive Fucking at the end. Love of a shark it, attack. <laughs> knowing at the end I'm going to survive it, then I'd be fine. But um, I think it'd just be a good experience, like seeing a shark attack. But then again, yeah, we'd be the actor. So am I? Am I acting? You're hired. In the film? Yeah, you're hired to play the character. Ah. You're not the actual character. I thought you meant as if I was. Well, that's a good myself. question. If you were like being a character, who would you be? That's quite uh, good. If I was acting a character, would you never be the serial killer? I was going to say, would you ever be the I'd serial like killer? Myers. Imagine how easy that job is because there's no facial expressions. All you have to do is walk real slow, and then tilt your head. Yeah, but sometimes. you're not a slow walker. You'd be very difficult. Yeah, but I, I, I could be. Just with Michael. Unless Just I walk to be at work. <laughs> I would be Cindy. No. Cindy. It's not Sydney. Sydney either. Sydney. I'd probably be Drew Barrymore's character in Scream. I'd love to be the opening kill. I just think because it was so iconic. I wouldn't mind that I wasn't in it for a long time. Yeah. But I feel like that's the fantastic scene that everybody remembers more than anything else. And I just yeah. love I just love to be in part of the, the that opening scene. I thought it was real good. Fair enough, right. Okay. Calendar calendar time i hope for a scary film this week because the last two have been good i still i'm still not a massive fan of friday the 13th i don't think i'll watch it again friday the 13th not friday the 13th nightmare on elm street yeah i think i got but i i I'll definitely watch beetlejuice again okay so, so what is what in the door oh the shining I've never seen The Shining. You've not seen The Shining? No, that's one film I've this never is, seen. Th- this is what we said it was on the front of the box. Who did you say it was? I thought it was somebody out like of The Evil Dead. But no, that is definitely that, The Shining. That's The Shining, isn't it? Yeah, the guy who Jack Nicholson Does played. it say on it? No, they don't, which really frustrates me. They don't even say it on the little back bit. Like, you'd have thought they'd have it on the back. I wonder if there'll be, be one in there that we don't know who it is and we're going to have to try and find out. Yeah, that might be difficult. But that is definitely The Shining. That is definitely The Shining, yeah. Red jacket, blue jacket. I can't believe you haven't seen it. I know. I've seen clips, but the only clip I saw was of the evil naked woman in the bath, and it really freaked it's the a fuck good, out. It's a good film. It's an eerie film. So, so yeah. Shining is next week. Shining. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, so am I. I'm excited. Uh, hope you've enjoyed. Thanks yeah. for listening, if anyone is listening. And we will see you next Monday. <laughs>